Oh, yeah, it's another TPP with TPP. Trevor Ploof's joining us for this one because we're talking about his Twinkies. Yes. You like Twinkies, the snack? <clears throat> you know I don't eat sugar like that. Oh, yeah, the and one I you didn't. did, did uh, you no, enjoy them? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd eat them. Twinkies are pretty overrated, right? They've yeah, I want to go search them out. They've got a great name, but you're going to pick so many things before you get to Twinkies, right? Once a decade, I, I pick one up, and I'm like, is this good? Is right. it what I remember as a kid? And it's not really. They need to syringe some Nutella in the middle, and then I'm all there. I mean, it survived the test of time, right? Didn't it go out? Literally. And then it's back? They almost, like, canceled them, and everyone yeah. was like, no. They're a post-apocalyptic food. Right? They stay good right? forever. So. Yeah, Jake's a post-apocalyptic human. Coronavirus. Load yeah. up. Yeah, load up. We did that. <laughs> Got to keep Trevor on his toe. <laughs> you can't get it if you're the one spreading it. That's Jake's motto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm watching where you're putting your hands at all times. Clear. Uh, Trevor. Yes. How are you? We're at spring training, and we are doing the Minnesota Twins. A team you played six years, seven years? Um, With the org for yeah, 12? Yeah, six years, yeah. With the org for 12? I think even longer than that. 13? Yeah, 13. Yeah. Long time. Twins did some work this offseason. They did. So I'm going to just run down the list real quickly for everyone listening at home. Who the Twins gained? They picked up Josh Donaldson on the second biggest contract ever given out. Yep. They picked up... Good. Uh, Rich Hill, Homer Bailey, Tyler Clippard's going to the bullpen. Sure. They picked up Kenta Maeda in the trade. Love that. They re-signed Odorizzi. They re-signed Pineda mm-hmm. and Serge, right? Serge, he's back. My haircut buddy. Yes. Yes, right before we'll you We'll be connected there. forever. You will. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's about it, but that's a lot of people. They traded away um, Gratterall. Yep. But then they also agreed to another Gratterall in a minor league contract. Juan Gratterall. Interesting. So it might be a Gratterall thing. You always need one around. And Trev. who did they lose, Jake? Uh, who did they lose? They lost our guy, Gibby. Friend of the program. Grip. Gibby goes from the Twins to the Texas Rangers. Cron. Um, Scope. Martin Perez. Jason Castro. Dyson. Hildenberger's on the Sox. I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, we saw him. CJ Crone or Cron? Do you know? Crone. Crone. Crony's gone. Cody Allen. Couple dudes. Um, Pineda, Odo, they come back along with Sergio Romo, as mentioned. Trevor, I don't normally do this. It's all you right now. Start with your Minnesota Twins, man. What exactly do you want me to tell you about them? I mean, we saw them last year. How many wins? 103? Hundred, most in franchise history. Hundred, hundred one. I thought it was hundred three. Well, look the up. Yankees had a hundred three, and they were a higher seed than them, so it could have been a hundred and three. MLB standings. Anyways, well, yeah, they had an awesome year. They were awesome. The Minnesota Twins, a team that for years was like, "Hey, we'll build something up," but you know, when Johan's got getting close, we got to sell. They led the league. They broke the MLB record in home runs. Yes. And then they signed Josh Donaldson this offseason. Yeah, I mean, when you look back just like the last 20 years of Twins baseball, you had a great run there in the 2000s. 101 last year. 101, okay. Uh, great run in the 2000s when you had Johan, Liriano, 
Maurer, Morneau, Kadai, or the old guard was there. The whole Tory. bullpen was there. Tory, you had Na- Joe Nathan. I mean, Morneau. everybody. Had they had a great team. They had a lot and it was guys. a lot of fun for, for Twins fans. They were winning the division every year. Playoffs have always been the problem. Mm-hmm. Or at least lately. They got two world championships, but uh, they've been the problem lately. Last and 15 then, years. Yeah. And then a little bit of a lull there. You know, uh, from 2011 to 2016, not good. You know, we lost a lot of games there, uh, not for the lack of effort, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know what it was. I think a lot of the times it was our starting pitching. I always say that because um, I don't want to put any blame on myself. Who was uh, – <laughs> uh, I'm sure I, I had something to do with it. I know we're going historical here a little bit, but, I mean, who who was good during those years in the AL Central? I mean, the Tigers, Tigers had a team. The, the Tigers, Tigers had a really very good, good team for a little bit. Tigers yeah. were very good. We had some Indians teams that were very good. I mean, the Tigers had teams that were supposed to win the World Series. The Tigers like, had it's a some mistake of the, they didn't. The Tigers had one of the best rosters, I think, that might have been ever constructed, and they had, they had an Achilles heel, which many teams do, um, and it was their bullpen. They could never fix that, and I don't – I mean, think about the rotation the Tigers had at that time. You know, you're talking Verlander, Price, Scherzer, Annabelle Sanchez, yeah. Rick Porcello. <laughs> really good. It's crazy. And, uh, yeah, so after that, we had a new regime come in. Yep. And they changed a lot of things, and I haven't been a part of the organization since they came in. Um, but I have seen their moves, and they've done a lot of things that are very smart. Uh, but I will say that – for a lot, all the credit that they're getting, there was already a core in place, and we're seeing that core come up and really be um, essential. There's been pieces added, people brought in, but this core has really been at the uh, in the middle, as cores are. <laughs> <laughs> By definition. Of <laughs> uh, this resurgence, and um, guys that we, we talk about all the time, you know, Max Kepler, um, Jorge Polanco, Miguel Sano, Byron Buxton, Jose Brios, these guys were all there already. Well, right right now, I'm I'm looking at the lineup, and I think we should start with the lineup because they and it's quicker conversation. I think the they lineup literally broke the MLB record for yeah. home runs last year, and then added Josh Donaldson, a former MVP winner. Yes. But man, it, what you were saying about your core in the middle thing, which was really <laughs> really powerful, stuff. It was on point. Um, I think as they have the lineup projected right now. Seven out of nine dudes are either amateur free agents or drafted by the Twins. The two guys that they brought in, Nelson Cruz on a team-friendly contract. That yep. was a great signing by them. They took a little chance on his age, but that's more than – I mean, even if it was just last year, I mean, it's worthwhile. And then they brought in Donaldson, yes. which is incredible. And I think that's that was the coolest vibe to see around Twins camp because – you know, it's Minnesota, and, you know, we're we're fighting and we're doing our best and we're going to try to put a good team out there, eh? But, like, they signed Josh Donaldson. Yeah. Like, they, they, they have that core and they have added to it. And the lineup, right now the bench has Marwin Gonzalez on it, yep. which, I mean, say what you want about his career and Astros ties, blah, 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 but to have him in that super utility role is what you want Marwin Gonzalez for. And never mind when I'm looking at – Kepler, Polanco, Cruz, Donaldson, Rosario, Garver, Arias, Sano, and Buxton. Yes. I mean, however you shape that lineup, which it also has a lot of guys you can move around. I just said Sano eighth. Yes. I sat next to him the other day, and he's three of me. I mean, that lineup is insane. We just talked about how there's a possibility that Sano could lead the 
Big leagues and homers this year. It wouldn't he's, shock anyone. And I don't know if he's going to hit eighth in that lineup. That's a projected lineup yeah. we're looking at. But Rocco's got a, a pretty fun job there. You know, he can kind of just, you know, throw darts at the dartboard and say, here we go. But um, definitely the lineup's not going to be the problem. They're going to score a ton of runs. They scored a ton of runs last year. hit obviously a ton of home runs. They're going to bring in some more offense with Josh. But I think we're really that J.D. signing short up their infield defense, which was a problem last year. Yeah. They needed to have someone, a veteran presence in there, and just kind of correct that. And when you bring a guy like Josh Donaldson, who at 34 is still very athletic, yeah. we saw that at camp, and he can he can go get the ball. So that was uh, that was a big part of bringing him in. You know, as as well as the offense, we all know about that. But his defense is is that good. Yeah. The pitching's the problem, and maybe not problems. The pitching's the toss up. Because you have Berrios, who's been good, and he'll be the number one. Going into the offseason, that was all they had. Just Berrios and no one else. They bring Odo back, or he accepts the qualifying offer. So he's their two or whatever, however you want to label it. They did re-sign Pineda, but he's suspended for the first half of the season or first 60 games or something like that. They went hard, reportedly, after Wheeler, Ryu, and Bumgarner to a lesser extent and fell short on all three of them. And they pivoted. And they pick up Rich Hill, who's hurt, going to miss the yep. first half as well, and Homer Bailey, who's doing this weird resurgence halfway kind of thing. I didn't, I understood those moves, and I'm not like against them, but you much would have rathered Ryu or Wheeler, and they were they were definitely like, uh, "Fuck, we didn't get our guys. We got to go find someone." Moves it might work out, but they're kind of toss up. They get made I, in I, the I, trade. I was, in I was the leading end. that. Yeah. Then I like that move. I think that's that supplements the whole thing where you slide Bailey and Rich Hill down, mm-hmm. and then you have Berrios, Odo, uh, Maeda, you have Pineda coming back, and then you have Rich Hill coming yeah, back. They have and depth. Have, and now it's better. The Maeda really changed well, it for me. Let's let's talk about that because I feel like a lot of people share that sentiment where, yeah, pitching is going to be a problem. And um, there's a tweet here that I was pulling up. I didn't mean to be rude looking at my phone, but I wanted to show this to you because I saw it today. So, projected F war totals. Ooh. Top three starters in the American League. You get the Astros top twelve point seven. Nice. Sure. The Yankees second twelve point oh. Changed after today. And the Minnesota Twins third at eleven point two. So they're not far behind. And Maeda was a big part of that. Yeah. Who's the Who's like even next? The Rays, but I have no. no I don't know. Yeah. The Rays that wasn't part of the tweet. The Indians should be up there now. Have you do the Rays? Maybe Clevenger's out for a while, so that kind of hurts that. But you know, I I think, I think that they're going to be strong at the starting pitcher position come years end. We know they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. It's all for them now. That that's not what we're trying to do here anymore. Which that was a goal for a long time. Let's get to the playoffs. Get to, get to the playoffs. They're going to get to the playoffs. Now it's where can our team be? Come October, because they gotta they gotta slay the dragon, right? And I'm I'm giving you guys a little segue right there. Who's the well, dragon? Your guys. They the gotta Yankees. figure out a way. I was gonna ask you, and, and then it comes off like a because I'm a Yankee fan. It comes off this way. Twins have to go through the Yankees. The Yankees. Yeah. The Yankees in '09 had to go through the Angels because the Angels beat them in the postseason so many years in a row. It felt like it was like fuck. The Angels yeah. just have our number. And once the Angels beat them. It was I, I was like, all right, we're fine. The World Series is going to be easy or whatever it is. Uh, 
Do you think Twins fans feel that way? Would they rather avoid the Yankees and bypass them, or do you have to go through them? It's like the Red Sox in 04 where they had to beat the Yankees. Like, that's how it had to happen for them to keep going. Well, shit, I think they'd be happy either way. To be course, honest, of with course, you. but yeah. if you avoid the Yankees, I think they'd be happy. I think they'd be happier beating the Yankees. Yeah, and saying, you know what, this is a new era of Twins baseball. We get through the Yankees, and I really do think I, I don't pay any attention to that shit because they're just different players, different teams. You know, it doesn't just because you lost to a team, you know, ten years ago. What does that mean for today? But the old players on the Twins did did say that like they, it was a thing in their head. Well, that's back that, in 2009. That's them. I don't feel that way with this squad whatsoever, and that's one of the things I like about them, and all the guys that I know there, especially that outfield who I'm very partial to. I love the outfield of Kepler, Buxton, and Rosario. I think it's one of the cooler outfields in the game. These guys all came up together. Yeah, you know, and Max's story is amazing. You know, Buxton's story is amazing. Rosario's story is amazing. Those guys don't give a shit who's out there. Yeah. They don't care about that at all. Especially Rosario. That's why he's probably my favorite guy on the team. They don't care about that. And that's what that's what they need. They that, that type of attitude to get past the Yankees and they have it. Well it's funny. I mean, Eddie I steady Eddie is way too easy, but like Eddie's gonna do his thing. Eddie Eddie's yeah. gonna hit some bombs, he's gonna be in right field. Um Buxton, I mean, he was supposed to be the guy. Yeah. Like, the guy in this team, and right now we're talking about him as the ninth hole hitter. Like, hey, if you give us something cool, and, like, he can still be a special dude. Absolutely. Um, And Kepler, I mean, had one of the probably most overlooked seasons last year. So you're right when you talk about that outfield. Um, And I, I think the bigger thing for me that's making me like the Twins a little more is that, you know, Berrios, he's young, and maybe he can take it up another notch. Even if he doesn't. I mean, he's a really good baseball player. Yes. Oda Rizzi, I'm. I mean, he's been through the league a Sneaky few times. Sneaky great now. stats. We were just looking. Yeah, at. I mean, he he could put a le- uh, a season together. Absolutely, Maeda. We all like that move. And it, come playoff time, yeah. If Minnesota's there, I, I don't know if we want to talk White Sox or Indians and any of that stuff. Go, I mean, you know, I don't love projections. You go look at any projections. Right. There are ninety nine percentile teams. I mean, they're a great ball club, and this this is what I'll spin it into again. Is that Donaldson on the hot corner. We'll yes. see what Sano looks like at first over a full season, ideally. Um, but if you can rake and if those guys can keep you in the game, like that's your identity. Mm-hmm. Like, let's pitch next guy up. I I used to re- – I feel like I referenced the 2018 Red Sox a lot. They did have sale, but they just had the like, hey – when they got to the playoffs, we need a dude who's going to get the next three hitters out. I don't care if it's David Price. I don't care if it's a bullpen guy. If when Rich Hill comes back and he's healthy, mm-hmm. if uh, Homer Bailey, who you have a story about, which I don't know if we want to talk about at the end of this podcast. It, it might not be podcast appropriate, <laughs> but love to Homer Bailey. I love Homer. Um, like, if they can get to that point where it's we're in the playoffs, our offense is going to do the thing. And then we're just going to have throwers. I guess Brewers, that, Brewers would be another analogy. That is not the recipe for success for the Twins. Okay. I like, don't like that. That's, that's what, what they what did last for. year, and it didn't work out for them. I still believe. They got fucked with Pineda and some other things last year, though. I still believe that there's a move to be made. And we know 
that in this day and age when teams are kind of out of it, they start to let players go with the deadline. There's going to be guys available. One of the guys we saw today, Chris Archer, I think is going to be a target for them. But I believe at the trade deadline they are going to go get somebody. Now they're going to have to compete with the Yankees who are probably going to have to go get somebody too. Sure. But uh, I, I think there's still a move um, that's going to be made. They have the farm system to go out and get guys. But what I would say is I, we'll, we'll see who's available at the deadline. Yeah. What I'd say is, I mean, what if it's not somebody above Barrios? I think he's kind of the clear one if everything goes right for the Twins. He's nice. Right. He's nice. You got, I don't know why you guys – it's it's Barrios, kind of like Aaron Chingy. Okay. So we'll say Barrios. Barrios? Yeah. Not Barrios? Yeah, I used to say Barrios. that too. Barrios. Yeah, that was Barrios. us being white. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's an ace, dude. You, like, the, I don't want you to shortchange so you, him whatsoever. So you're he's not expecting deal. them to get someone better than – Barrios. It'd be hard. He's a really right. good pitcher. Okay. But that, like you that's slot, what I'm asking. You slot someone in, and I don't know who it's going to be. I mean, who's going to be available? Sure. I'm not sure. I, I just have been saying all offseason, I think Chris Archer's going to be pitching in the postseason for somebody. Right. Um, but who knows who it's going to be. But right. they're going to. I believe they'll go after an impact arm at some point during the season. Okay. Do you think it's fair that – I have said, and I think I will continue to say, unless you tell me it's unfair, okay. that I don't believe in the Twins until they actually do it. Like, the postseason thing yeah. has been the thing. And until they win a postseason series, I'm going to pencil them in as not a threat. I, I, I say that about a lot of teams. So, like, I know I'm biased here. So, I agree with you. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. They have okay. to go out and do it, and they know that. And last year, That's I was, we talked last year, I didn't. I didn't buy them from it. I think Jake was telling me, like, in June, like, hey, the Twins are going to be good. And I was like, no way. Because they had a losing record against good teams. They were the only team in the playoffs that had a losing record against good teams. Okay. So I'm going to look at that this year. Yeah. Because their division got better. I know you don't fully believe in the White Sox. I like what the White Sox did. The Cleveland has some pitching coming up. They're going to have more competition. They only had the Indians last year. Now they have the Indians and the White Sox. So I'll just, I'm just. I think I'm this just, team got. I think this team. I think they better. got better. I think yeah, on paper yeah. they're the best team in the division I, by I, a lot. What's cool, and what's Twins fans should be excited about is they feel the same way. The team feels the same way. They don't give a shit that they won 100 games last year because that doesn't mean anything. It's nice you won 100 games. What's going on over here? <laughs> I was just about to go on a rant, baby. We're almost done. I was asking why the red light was blinking. Okay. But they won 100 games last year. They don't care about that. You don't care about winning the Central anymore. It's time for them to take the next step, and that's the attitude that, from the guys that I talked to, that's what they care about. They understand that playoff baseball has been atrocious in Minnesota in the recent years, and they want to be the group that changes that. All right. Over-under is 90-and-a-half games. Over. You're taking the over, yes. Jake. I believe in this team. I do. Over. I think that's low. I think yeah. I, I was. That's I was kind wa- of unfair. I was waiting for it to be around 94, 95. Because they're going to make a move over. Like, All right, I'll like take the over too. White's, but I still don't believe in them in the playoffs. White Sox are up, but Cleveland's down. That's a that's not a bad over under. Yeah. All right. That's the show. But thank you guys very much. We'll see you later. See ya. Bye. Goodbye. Jake sucks.